Kephart Communications Podcast is hosted by School District of Washington Superintendent Dr. Jennifer Kephart. With help from our team in the Washington High School CAPS program, Dr. Kephart and her guests share information ranging from district happenings, current events, and student experiences to keep listeners informed about the School District of Washington. If you are a parent, district employee, or community member, this podcast is for you. Let's welcome Dr. Kephart and Mr. Deckelman from Washington High School. Thank you, Reese and Frankie, for the introduction, and welcome Mr. Deckelman to the podcast studio today. We're looking forward to hearing more about the variety of athletic and activity opportunities for our students. So, Mr. Deckelman, first time in the podcast studio? Absolutely. Well, we are glad to have you. Can you tell our listeners just a little bit about your background and how you became involved in high school athletics and activities? I kind of took a non-traditional approach to ended up in education I actually went to college for a marketing degree and I was I'd worked at Six Flags since I was 16 years old and I stayed there uh, worked my way up through the system into full-time management when I graduated college and I knew someone that had left Six Flags in the human resources department and and came out to work at Four Rivers Career Center and they called me and they're like have you ever thought about working in education I the most I thought about it was that a lot of the seasonal supervisors at Six Flags were uh, teachers working summer jobs. And, but I also knew that if I wanted to move up even higher, I would probably have to relocate to a different part of the country, to a different park, um, and I didn't necessarily want to do that. And also with the theme park business, you work a lot of hours that other people are off. So, like, you know, since you're in the entertainment industry, you know, that's kind of the expectation. And so, like... I was looking at getting married, started a family, and I was like, maybe I'll take a look at this. So then I ended up being a recruiter, full, uh, what they called me at the time, a placement coordinator. So I would go to the schools and recruit students yes. to come and do a lot of different uh, tasks. And they also hired me to, I was going to be the JV soccer coach. Well, about a week before the season started, the athletic director called me in and he's like, uh, what do you think about being the head soccer coach? Because <laughs> they had removed the guy that was the head coach and they needed me to – so I never coached anything before. <laughs> and moved right into moved varsity right into, soccer. Yeah, being a varsity soccer coach uh, with about a week's notice. And I, so I did that and worked at the Career Center for six years, and then this job came open, and that's kind of my story to this 19 years later. But So that might answer – my next question is what motivated you to be the athletic director. Would it be your first coaching experience or then your involvement with students and the school district? I think just the involvement with the students, um, you know, and, and looking at the job from the outside, looking in, look like something that if you like sports, if you like kids, if you like high school, it's kind of everything's there. All so fits like, together. You know, and if you want to – I think if you're going to stay in education, I guess some people do – they obviously do a lifetime in the classroom, but I – you know, I kind of just like to achieve, so like I wanted to go to that next level. But and you were used to nights and weekends because yeah. of your time at Six Flags, absolutely, which is yeah. still what you do right. sometimes. Yeah. So when we talk about academics and extracurriculars and activities, it's important for our students to be involved and engaged. And we know from an administrative standpoint that the involvement of our students enriches their career and really enriches their engagement in high school. So how do you see the balance for students between that, ad, that academic focus and that participation in sports or activities at the high school level? I think that every you can find a study to tell you whatever you want in the world, but you will certainly find studies that tell you that kids that are involved, whether it's in athletics or some other activity for their school, 
achieve better than the kid who just leaves straight after school and does either just goes to work or goes home and does whatever. Um, but those kids that are involved, they learn how to manage their time. They learn how to prioritize what they do or don't need to do. And, you know, having to be academically eligible in the interscholastic stuff certainly has makes them push themselves if there's somebody who needs that extra nudge to perform in the classroom. But I think that just the pace of our lives is, as adults, you can figure out that you're going to be busy all the time. But being involved in something while you're going to school makes you, again, learn those adult things at a very young age of how do I prioritize and manage my time. Well, we've spent some time as a district, especially this year, on the essential skills and the 10 essential skills that we want our students to have before leaving us at graduation. And I, I, you're right, at both athletics and activities provide those experiences in the essential skills outside of the classroom environment, so in a, a different type of environment for our students. So I appreciate those connections. As the athletic director, what are some challenges that you have faced or had to overcome? I think... Currently, for us right now, the biggest challenge is, is lack of bus drivers with the, the transportation for our students to events, whether it's a field trip or to a game, whatever that looks like. It's just even the transportation to and from school each day can be a challenge. But um, just the changing workforce right now is probably the biggest challenge. We, we do better than some other schools with like co hiring coaches and, and retaining them, you know, whereas... I can look up a bunch of schools that still need coaches for this spring season coming up that's just, you know, whatever, like true. 10, 12 weeks away. Uh, so I think the changing workforce coming out of COVID is probably the biggest challenge currently. We, I don't face some of the same problems that other schools do with we don't have parent problems, we don't have kids problems, we, for the most part, on either one of those arenas because we have pretty good supportive people that, Absolutely. you know, get it. So, yes. you know, I, I would say transportation is the biggest yeah, challenge. That's a, that's a really good point. What do you see are the most rewarding aspects of your job? Uh, just seeing kids go from whatever point A looks like to point B and then to see, you know, as they grow and mature in the school and then as they grow and mature through whatever activity that they're helping them shape whatever young man or young woman they become. You know, there's – I've, there's always great stories that you have that you look back on and like some moments, but I just th think it's the everyday interaction with the kids too. Well, and you are so good with the interaction of the kids. And not only have I, during my short time here, been able to see you involved with our student population as a whole, but I've also been able to see that dad part of you and that you've had a chance to have your own children go through and be able to be engaged with sports too. So I bet that makes it even more mem memorable in the work that you get to do. I tell my own kids, I'm like, I wouldn't trade uh, to do any other job in the world than what I've done because of the the front row seat I got to have with their experience. And I know some parents aren't as fortunate to even be able to get to their kids' games because maybe their jobs require them to travel or they work nights. And But to have that special time, I, I'm eternally grateful. Well, now you get to see it. I think I saw that Devin was coaching, so you had a you have a chance to see it from a completely different lens. Yeah, it's, it's just really cool. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, he is volunteer coaching, helping wrestling, and a, a unique situation on Saturday with one of our coaches getting married required him to go solo to a tournament, <laughs> so I pinch hit for those guys, and hopefully I didn't ruin any kids' wrestling careers as they started in seventh and eighth grade, but, you know. 
what a great experience for him and for you as proud dad. You shared a little bit about this in, in a previous question when we talked about impact on student development. But what do you believe the social development, the personal development of a high school student is once they're involved, probably more from that social standpoint with athletics and activities? I think being part of a team is a big deal. Uh, uh, as we go out into the workforce when you leave high school, whether it's or whether you go to college or the workforce, you're going to be a part of a team in some way, shape, or form. It may not be wearing jerseys and have bats and balls and things like that, but you're going to have to be able to interact and function with other adults that either may look and act a lot like you or that don't look and act a lot like you. And so, like, learning those skills and dealing with that adversity or dealing with successes, because sometimes those are hard for people to deal with too, mm -hmm. Those are some of the things that unintended consequences of being, uh, and they're positive consequences, but being involved with, you know, when you start playing sports at a young age and then you keep doing that and you're around people. And I think it just socially helps you, you know, the kids can walk up and talk to another person that have been on teams versus you'll maybe go to a lot of uh, places and see teenagers working that struggle to make eye contact or struggle to talk and maybe they were never part of a team maybe they haven't been pushed outside of their comfort zone but i think those are just key things communication is key today for you to be able to be successful well in that sportsmanship i see it from our students and our athletes you probably at a much deeper level than i do but i can't tell you the number of other districts or others that have been watching our sport sporting events referees have reached out to you or to me or to dr turner to share the highlights of our students and how kind our students have been and the sportsmanship that they show during that event or to other athletes. And it always is that proud moment to know that our students, others are noticing the socialization and the importance that our students and our coaches place on being good humans as well as being good athletes. Absolutely. So I, I certainly appreciate that as, as as being in that role of superintendent. So that goes into a little bit about community involvement. How do you involve the community? How is the community involved in supporting our high school athletes and activities? Well, one big way is we have our booster club that is open to any and all of our parents to be involved in, whether they wanna be you know, uber involved or whether they wanna just kinda be a member. You know, it's across the whole spectrum there, but um, that, that's a great way for us to be involved with different events that we host. Our, our, and a lot of our programs also go out and give back to the community in other ways. Like our cross country team will work the, the read, the reading running event that they have in the fall that the Y puts on like a little 5k yes. around town. And there's a lot of examples of our programs doing little things like that out in the community to just, again, it helps grow our kids, helps them see that giving back is a big part of being an adult at some point in time, you know, so I, I, we have a great community with ample opportunities for our kids to get involved in lots of events. And we have a community that is very much focused on service. And so I appreciate that our activities and athletic teams see that service out, outside of their own sport or activity or high school to be able to contribute to our community. So you're right, it does build that sense of pride in not just Washington High School, but in the Washington community. So that's a value, again, from our students, but it stems from you and it stems from our coaches. And I just appreciate that focus they have. 
When we talk about changes and trends, we know that athletics and activities have evolved over the years. What trends do you see shaping the future around athletics, activities, opportunities for students outside of school? I think some of the stuff that's uh, we've seen already is that kids want to do things that are the non-traditional. You know, I mean, that, and that's not to say there's not a still a place for the traditional football, baseball, basketball world, but kids are uh, are gravitating or pulled towards. You know, like if you look at women's wrestling that started a few years ago, you would have no one would have ever imagined that the explosion that it would have had for True. 15, 16 year old girls to want to go out there and wrestle. Um, I, if you look at esports, it's another big area that like. Maybe it's the kid that hasn't had a lot of opportunity playing an actual sport, but this is a great avenue for some of them to not only get into college, but there's people that make a living doing it, which is, the, you know, the craziest thing in the world to me. But there's a whole other area out there. But just the, the non-traditional things like lacrosse and field hockey that are exploding in St. Louis County. Uh, we've recently added, like, a girls' tennis that you right. would, you know, or swimming, things like that that aren't your big three sports that everyone looks at you know so i think those are the things that are going to continue to grow and push schools to you know look at adding uh girls flag football on the kansas city side of the state the suburban conference over there has they're basically have a girls flag football league um and 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 our girls go crazy over powder puff which (laughs) they do actually structured but (laughs) right you know i I, the the kids want to do that stuff that they're not not used to doing right you know so certainly the future is bright for, for the new in athletics and activities. So as we wrap up, you shared that you have plenty of stories of students. Is there a story or two that you can highlight the positive impact that these programs have on a specific student or group of students? Um, I, well, I, so my stories might be like some of the things that I would be my ESPN, what I call like 30 for 30 moments. Oh, there you go. Like, so Michaela Reed, who's obviously a, a very decorated athlete at our school, but uh, she was running the state championship cross-country meet, and she had never beaten the girl, that Tori Finley, who was the hands-down favorite to win the state race when she went in. And I guess basically she had told Coach Ozaka she was either going to win it or finish last. <laughs> and she got out in front of her and never relinquished that lead the whole time wow. because – her mentality was, I'm just going to show up and I'm going to do it that day. Wow. You know, or, or I look at like our, our boys soccer team that finished second in the state championships, like back in like 16, 17, whatever that was. But that no one would have ever thought the Washington boys soccer team would make it to a state yeah. championship game. And, and the, the game that led up to that in the semifinals with, uh, we scored a goal with seven seconds left to tie it. We had played a man down wow. nearly the entire game because of a, a kid being ejected on a red card. You know, I, I can go on these. There's some of these Mount Rushmore achievements that I've seen our kids have that I think are just like they're things that are always emblazoned in my head. Yeah. But there's every day you get something that that you'll always remember. Yeah. But. Yeah. And again, it goes back to they they've heard it in the podcast studio before on the different podcasts. We have such neat kids and our kids can do such amazing, amazing things. And they can accomplish so much on their own during a competition like swimming or tennis or with a team and with the activities that they're involved in. I mean, we just have neat kids and so polite and good natured and helpful as well. And not every place has that. Every place has great kids, but there's just something special about our students. I I certainly believe, and I think you see that every day too. Absolutely. 
Well, as we wrap up, I do, would like to see if you would join me for my 5 and 15, but is there anything that I didn't share today about athletics or activities that you wanted to make sure to highlight for our listeners? I, th I think the biggest thing is what I always tell our parents and our kids is that, you know, sometimes people act like high school is the best time of your life. And I, I tell them, I, and I just told this to my daughter last night because she was lamenting about some things. She's a freshman in high school. But I said, Brooklyn, I hope high school is not the best time mm -hmm. of your life. But I said, it's the only four years that are like this. Yeah. So I said, you need to stop worrying about, you know, X, Y, and Z that we were talking about and enjoy your high school experience and get involved in as much stuff as you can. And that's what I, the message I really try to sell to our parents and our kids is that if you want to be in the play, when you're 25 years old, that's maybe not even an option. If you want to, you know, play a sport, if you want to be in the band, whatever it is, these are, this is the greatest thing about this time is that you can do this and you probably have very little responsibility, actual real responsibility in life outside of these things that you're doing. So just soak it all up and, and then, but know that it's, Hopefully you're not thinking it's going to be the only good four years because right, it's going to be right. others. You know, There's a but, whole lot of other four years. That's right. That, that's right. <laughs> but to be able to experience, I think that's so important as a reminder for our, for our students. Experience what you can because this is the chance to do it when there's not a lot of ex expectations on you to make money and to have uh, have uh, your own home or to have your own car. I mean, That's this right. is the time to try those those events. So I love that. Absolutely. All right. Are you ready for 5 and 15? Now, I know that what I, I know many things about Bill, but I also know that I can't ask him his favorite football team because he will not say the Chiefs. And so I'm not, not going to even ask. That is not going to be one of my 5 and 15. <laughs> And I won't ask you to pick a sport because that's hard for you too. All right. So 5 and 15, would you rather walk or run? Oh, run. Okay, so I'm going to stick with the running theme for a minute. 5K or marathon? Well, I'd like to do a marathon, but right now it's going to be a 5K. <laughs> okay. But All right. Um, chocolate or potato chips? Probably chocolate. Favorite vacation? Uh, Glacier National Park. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, favorite holiday tradition? Probably just seeing my kids on Christmas morning, and they read a letter from Santa, and, you know, it kind of highlights what they've done, and, you know, that's kind of my my holiday moment. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much. So thank you again, Mr. Bill Deckelman, for joining us today in the podcast studio, and thank you for our fabulous broadcasting team with Frankie and Reese, and thank you to our listeners for partnering with us as we live out the School District of Washington mission to inspire achievement, character, and personal growth in all students as they pursue and succeed in college careers and life. Join us next time and next year in 2024 for our next episode where we learn more about the history of our Washington community. And don't forget, you can connect with the district on Facebook and Twitter at SD of Washington and the website at washington.k12.mo.us. <laughs>